from the liberal northeast comes a lone voice of truth honest commentary in dishonest times think deeper with juan newsome this is the cure radio program This is The Cure. All right. Hello, hello, and thanks for tuning in. I am Kat Hernandez, and joining me is Mr. Juan Newsom. So say hi, Juan. Hello. <laughs> so we're back on live. Ah, where did I go? I don't, I don't know why I come out on the bottom. I'm not sure that I really like coming out on the bottom. Started from the bottom, now we here. <laughs> like Drake. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Well, I, I do appreciate me some Drake. All right, so here are the top stories we are bringing you today. Let's just go straight into Biden VP pick. That's like the hot topics right now. Yep, they're taking too long. They're oh, they stalling. already know who it is. Yeah, they're stalling. Yeah, they already know who it is. The thing is, it ain't Kamala because we saw that just the other day she unfollowed Biden on Twitter. Yeah. Isn't that so petty though? Like that is petty. I'm just That's... gonna I'm not even gonna follow you anymore. My daughter did that to me. She got mad at me and she was like, just for that, I'm not following you online anymore. <laughs> That's the type of person you cannot you cannot trust Kamala Harris with power. I mean, if you look at the abuses of power that she committed when she was attorney general of California, plus, you know, you look at the attitude that she has and look at some of the Senate hearings, you're like, this person yeah. cannot, I can tell when a person cannot handle power and she, her or Stacey Abrams for well, that matter. Look, Kamala just has bad judgment all the way around and you can actually see it on her face. Who the hell told her to get Botox and who recommended her to that Botox doctor jacked her up. And the thing with Botox is that it actually lasts for like three months. So she's going to be walking around looking like a beat up joker for three months. Oh, he can have her as a VP pick. She got Botox? She got terrible Botox. Oh my God, you didn't see? I did you gotta not go see check it. out the picture. She looked like like her, you know, like when you get, well, you know, like when you get Botox. I never got Botox just for the record, but I would though. Her her lips are like like turned up. Oh. And then funny. her cheeks are filled. So and then she can't move her her brow at all. At all. So it's just like <laughs> She it's must have went best. to, well, she's from California. Don't Nancy yeah. Pelosi do Botox? Too? Oh, yeah, totally. Her and Nancy went to the same doctor, and that it just ended up a mess, a well, mess for the both of them. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you sleep your way to the top. Well, that's what happens when you're evil. <laughs> when you're evil, that <laughs> devil starts showing all over your face. So she's out. So Stacey Abrams, is she going to be out? Oh, God. I mean... First of all, Biden is out. Let's just keep it real. Stacey Abrams, what has she accomplished except for being a sore loser? Like, go away, lady. I'm in Georgia. I can't stand when this lady keeps popping up. Like, you oh, lost. You lost. Right. You lost. <laughs> like, why are you still here? You lost. I, I keep forgetting you're in Georgia. 
It's like Clinton. Like, they just can't go away. No, I keep forgetting that she's from your state. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I hear you on an echo. Is that me? No, I don't know what that is. Uh, I figured it out. Do you have your phone on at the same time? It's on. It's not on. <laughs> All right. So who do we predict is going to be Joe Biden's bendito? We got to give Joe Biden a bendito. Joe Biden's VP pick. It has to be someone who is interested in being president. So they have to have, well, they don't have to. I mean, Obama didn't have presidential credentials, but whatever. Um, I'm hearing Susan Rice. It might be Susan Rice. It might be uh, Gretchen Whitmer, um, the governor of Michigan. And Why would they do that? Yeah, it would kind of be like picking Sarah Palin. She would be the Dems version of Sarah Palin. Uh, Susan Rice, there's a problem there because of, you know, Benghazi. You know, Trump will ride that into the ground. Uh, if you, what? Yeah. yeah. You just, you asking for it if you pick Susan Rice. Not only that, wasn't she involved in the Clinton scandal cover up stuff as well with Bill Clinton? Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. well, that was. I mean, um, Loretta, um, Loretta Lynch. Hi, I get them all confused. Yeah. Don't Rosie O'Donnell me though. Not Rosie O'Donnell. What's her name? Roseanne. Don't Roseanne me. I thought yeah. they were the same. <laughs> no, they, they, what's the name? They, well, look, there's problems with all of, there's problems with all of their picks, to be totally oh, yeah. honest. Unless they can unless they convince Michelle O to run. Oh, and then she's a tragedy too. She would be horrible. Oh my god. She would be the worst president in the history of presidents. Not just well, not... besides her husband. Like after yeah. her husband. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like you... the, the thing about her, the thing about her is she's even more radical than he is, you know, for a little while. They had her out there speaking when he first became president. Then they they put the lid on her because you know she oh, says she dumped Oprah with the quickness after yeah. Oprah helped get him elected. She dumped Oprah with the quickness talking yeah. about I've never been proud of this country. Well, yeah, because you're from Chicago. Like, look at the shithole that you guys came from. Of course, you're not proud of this country. I, I mean, I don't even want to see it on TV anymore. It's like a disaster out there, and the what? and the mayor. Ugh. Well, the thing was, the thing was, Michelle Obama didn't. She was privileged. It's not like it's not like they struggled. Her father was a her father was a top ranking Democrat. He was a union leader. He made very good money, and they hung out with the Jacksons, Jesse Jackson and his family. She practically grew up as another another Jackson child. So. You know, she'd been to very good schools, private schools, Ivy League. Like, she was privileged. Now, she wasn't as privileged as her white counterparts in, Pris in Princeton and, and, and in undergrad when she went there. But she was from being where she's from. She was on the, in the upper class of where she was from. Exactly. Yeah. So you think somebody like that would be already proud of the country. You know, somebody like you that comes from Chicago that, you know, could have could could be, you know, could be anywhere besides where you are. You know, first lady of, uh, of the United States. 
I know, and right? You think you would have some pride. Something. Even when you look at their commencement speeches, because I check out some of their commencement speeches to some of these colleges. Uh-huh. And it's depressing. They are depressing. depressing. <laughs> if you think of the repeat of their entire presidency, the, the eight years, they took this country way down, even from just like a respect level, like yeah. they don't really have any respect for themselves, you know? Nope. At least the one thing you could say about Trump is that he thinks he's the best of the best of everything. And he believes that the United States should be the best of the best of everything. That's why he laces his buildings in gold. It's not because he's tacky, it's because he thinks gold is the best. And that's what he wants to surround himself with. Well, the difference so. between Trump and the Obamas is Trump has a connection with the country. You know, he okay. understands what America was. And even from his, even, you know, he even surprised me, you know, how he understands it from a historical context. Um, the Obamas and, you know, Biden and those guys like that, they don't really, they haven't really understood the country. They haven't made a connection with the country. So it's almost like we have a hostile force inside of our country trying to take it over. Well, I don't know how hostile Biden is right now, considering that he can't make a move because he's in the risk group of coronavirus. But I have a question. Shouldn't that like automatically disqualify you from being able to be president? <laughs> if you, let's say like, <laughs> China unleashed this, you know, virus on the world and your immune system is so weak and like mentally he's just not there. He's not, he's not lucid half the time. Yeah. And now he's kind of babbling off. Maybe like his inner thoughts are starting to spill out of his face. Yep. With regard to like talking about black people and Hispanics and, you know, like, the the everybody who's not rich white people he always mm -hmm. has some kind of disparaging comments usually old people get that way because they start they they lose their filter they start not caring yeah they yeah it doesn't seem like a problem because they lose the filter of like reality i think he's crossing over at some point and this is what we're watching yep. but shouldn't that disqualify you being so susceptible to a disease. Like if he comes out to run the country and gets COVID, he probably will not survive it. Yeah, maybe not. So how the hell are you going to run for president and expect <laughs> to run the country? Like, is he going to make us all go into the basement too? I'm not worried about his susceptibility to COVID. I'm more so worried about how lucid this guy is. Oh, he's and, not making any decisions. And he's not making any sense. So I think what you'll see is, you know, if he becomes president, um, you will have, you know, pe members of the deep state. You basically have Nancy Pelosi, if she's speaker, running the damn White House. Um, that's bad. That's going to be oh. bad for the country. Yeah, that's what you're looking at. Well, that's what she was basically doing with Obama, though. Not, I wouldn't say that. I, the thing, I, the mean, difference, I think she pretty much was getting everything she wanted under Obama. Well, her and Obama, her and Obama agreed. You know, her and Obama agreed on a lot of things, and it was really Valerie Jarrett 
uh, Obama's ideological backbone, who was kind of keeping him in play. So I, I think really Jarrett ran the show more so than Pelosi because she was just that close with the Obamas. She practically spent she spent nights in, in the um, in, in the in the family's residence in the White House. So I think, I think it was more. Well, you got to remember, like even just look at the um, ACA, right? He didn't come up with that plan. That was like 50 years in the works on oh, uh, yeah. the Democrat side. So yeah. this is a guy who had actually no experience running anything except yeah. running for Senate, running for president. Like he didn't he didn't run for anything. He, like he didn't have a business. He didn't come from any kind of background. We can't find a class that anybody attended that he was supposed to be a professor for. Mm -hmm. Like we can't find any of these credentials that he was touting other than running for Senate and running for president. So he didn't have these ideas. These were all recycled ideas that they like mashed together. Yep to yeah. push forward their policies. And of that's course. gonna be what it is under Biden too. He's been in the sun. He might not have it now, but when he was lucid even a year ago, he they've come up with tons of policies that they've been dying to fund. Yeah, they have, look. They got every, backup plans and backup plans. Kat, every time we have a mass shooting in this country, Diane Feinstein, Yep. finds a way to come up with a gun control bill like two days later. Mm -hmm. So all the ideological pieces are together when you put a liberal in the White House and you have them run the Congress. Right. If, if they move forward with their agenda, they already have bills written. Yes. Most of the government most of the government workers are liberals. That's why the that's why the administrative state keeps growing. That's why regulations on on top of regulations keep piling up. The Federal Register is growing because all the ideological pieces. That's why Trump's presidency was in such danger for this first term in terms of impeachment. And still nobody is been called to account for it. There's been no arrest, there's been no indictments. There's been none of that because all the ideological pieces are in place. Yeah. So liberals control Washington, D.C. They like to, you know, they get mad when a Republican wins or, you know, when the Republicans win the Senate or when the Republicans win the House. But still, they control D.C. Even with all of that. They had, look, prime example, Trump's first term, right? Before the midterms in 2018, Republicans had the House, Senate and the White House. And they barely got shit done. So. Well, they weren't really trying to get anything done. They were like counter to what progress is in America. What, what we would deem it to be anyways. That damn Paul Ryan. Oh, they're such sellouts, <laughs> these rhinos. It is so annoying. All right, guys, if you're just tuning in, I am Kat Hernandez, and this is my co-host, Juan Newsom, and we are Juan and Kathy Talk Radio. So make sure you go over to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram page at Juan and Kat Talk for more info, or leave us some comments and we'll talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. But um, let's come back. To some celebrity gossip. 
Oh, oh, what is going on? <laughs> Let's go in. Let's see what is happening with the celebrities. How funny is it that Tucker Carlson is now more highly rated than, first of all, most politicians, yep. Democrats or Republicans, to be to be honest, and more highly rated than all of those shows combined, all of the ABC, CNN, networks, MSNBC, all of them combined. I'm going to tell you why. Because he has an independent viewpoint. And, you know, Tucker calls, you know, even though he's a conservative or whatever, he calls balls and strikes. You know, he yeah. calls the Republicans out. He calls the Democrats out. Um, he did this brilliant segment i want to say it was two months ago where he called out republicans in the private equity class and how they kind of gutted middle america like stuff like that you know you're gonna you're gonna make people mad people of power mad but also the audience is gonna just trust you a little bit more yeah but look at what just happened with um kodak yep i mean how ridiculous is it that what three days before the deal was announced that the owners or whatever upper echelon of the companies went and bought up a whole bunch of stock hello mm -hmm. it's called yeah. insider trading like yeah. even i know that that's illegal <laughs> yeah what were they thinking? but then yeah. you know it comes down to dollars 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 yeah that's what they all want I mean, something like that, the SEC is definitely going to flag. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have, I mean, they're monitoring, you know, a deal like that, get ready to go through. They're going to be monitoring who's going to be buying shares. So I don't even see why they even attempted. Like, I mean, you just want to go to jail. Like, just say you just want to go to jail. It's perfectly fine. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. releasing people anyway. So it's all good. <laughs> And then for Kodak, you had an insider making um, some type of gift to a religious charity he started, too. So that was another transaction that they're looking at. It's like $116 million. I read about it in the Wall Street Journal. It's so crazy because this is a company, first of all, that was around for a long time, right? So everybody mm -hmm. thinks of like film, but they also do processing of film, which has to deal with a lot of different chemicals and stuff like that. The yep. plants that they use to run things to create movie films and um, paper and different things. To, um, to do the exposure for pictures and stuff. So it's actually, it's really chemi um, chemically based and it's very technical. So it, it makes mm -hmm. sense that they would be tapped for something like that. And they were dying. They were a business that was dying. People yeah. are going digital. Nobody was using them. So why, it's, it's like, why would you cut your nose to spite your face type of thing? Like mm -hmm. somebody is here rescuing you. You're going to make billions and billions of dollars if we're able to bring the pharmaceuticals from overseas back here. And you will be the launching pad for that. It will be bigger than, than you know, camera you picture. And then you try to steal, bamboozle, swindle money off of a deal mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like you deserve to go to jail and every and you deserve for everyone to know how ridiculous and stupid you are but speaking about the dollars mm -hmm. let's go in cardi b 
make mm-hmm. headlines explaining why she will be voting for Biden. Do you think she's going to vote? And even if she goes, do you think she'll be able to do it with those nails? I don't she, think she'll be able to <laughs> fill she out might, or anything. She might forget the vote. I'm not <laughs> counting on her vote. She might forget. She might be. She might wake up like, oh man, I forgot. I forgot to vote. I don't know. But the headline. I didn't read the whole story. I'm just gonna admit it straight out. The headline is her quote: "I want to vote for a president who makes me feel secure." In what way? This is a chick from the Bronx. She used to strip in the club. She used to be butt naked, bouncing on dudes. She probably still does, but I'm just saying for like you know few dollars, not millions of dollars, and you need Biden, who is trapped in his basement because he's afraid to die from COVID, which 98% of the population will survive. You need him to protect you and feel secure. Like, that's just total nonsense. Total nonsense. I could kind of see what she's saying. I mean, there's a warmth to Biden, you know? Like, it's not like... Yeah, real warmth. He's like... Well, <laughs> that's tr- that's true his sniffing but it's not like hillary clinton versus you know hillary clinton was kind of a cold character mm. uh, versus biden there's a little bit of likability there um so not when he starts feeling up little girls that's true I, but listen just, i saw a video of him um and it was one that i've seen before and before you know a few times especially uh during the beginning of the election cycle where he's holding a little girl's shoulder and you know now that all the pedo stuff has come out with all the child Mm -hmm. trafficking and all this stuff the epstein's and everything so Mm -hmm. now when you look at videos things look different they don't look innocent right Biden's holding, you know, talking to somebody, the mother and the father, he's holding this little girl's shoulder and then progressively his hand starts sliding down, seemingly like he's not aware. But when I watched that again, I was like, oh, hell no, this mofo is not trying to rub up this little freaking nine-year-old or eight-year-old girl and Mm -hmm. then whispering into his mother's ear and like cuddling up on her while feeling up her daughter. I was like, oh, no, 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 Biden cannot be president. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just on a me too situation. If you are really a me too person, a woman, and you're voting for Biden, I like, I don't want to hear anything from your face. You're a Can't. hypocrite. I don't want to hear it at all. Cat, the me too is the me too movement is always silent when it comes to Democrats. Haven't you learned that? It's disgusting. Well, that's not true. That's not true. There's been now they they do come after their own because look at a lot of the um heads the the anchors, news anchors, and all that other stuff. Uh, yeah. A lot of those millennial Me Too girls who came out um and and shut them down. Well, yeah, Matt Lauer and those guys. But I'm saying it, it's election time now, cat. So it ain't they have immunity right now. It's election time. It's it's not, it's not going to happen until after November. <laughs> no more Me Too action for Democrats until after November. That's just that don't work for me. It don't work for me. You cannot find. Show me a picture or a video of Trump inappropriately, even if it's a mistake, mm-hmm. touching someone. A Never. grown up or a or a, a any aged woman, any age. Can't find it. 
Biden is like making out with grandmas and fondling girls, young girls. You find from the, the whole range of ages and, you know, accidentally copping fields. Like I've been through all the accidentally copping fields. Like I know mm -hmm. that shit ain't an accident. Been there, done that. We see you coming from a mile away. And now that all this pedophilia stuff came out, I'm just so hypersensitive to, oh my God, look at what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's on the, the top of the mind. So well, how, how come you think we haven't found out more about the Epstein Island list? Oh, I think they're going through, uh, well, you know, it's the same as when they first started coming out with the um, Me Too stuff, right? There was a lot of people who got real quiet, who were doing things in the background, who didn't want um, to be noticed as much because mm -hmm. they knew that they were involved in some stuff. So they were trying to keep as quiet as they possibly can. So I am just hoping that that is what's happening again, that all of these things are working themselves out in the background and not like, and, and then we'll start seeing tons of people falling. I want to, mm -hmm. I, I want to know, you start seeing these people disappearing off the news channels and stuff. It's like, oh yeah, they found some connection with that one, that one, and that one. And the actors yeah. and stuff too. Yeah, there. I know on the Epstein list they released some of the names. Um, I'm just wondering, you know, because I know you had a lot of some of these news figures, some of these liberal news figures. Um, they also had relationships with um, Jeffrey Epstein yeah. as well, um, like George Stephanopoulos. <laughs> you just need to manifest to his plane. That's yeah. it. Slick Willie, he was on his plane like 20, over 20 times. And it's so gross. First of all, first of all, we don't even need to think about what he's do done with little girls because we already know that he raped five grown women yeah. when he was governor in Arkansas. And the one who brought it to everybody's attention out in the forefront was Trump during the presidential debate. And his wife, Clinton, who's also an abuser in her own self, Yep. He stood there and did said absolutely nothing and then left her own daughter hanging out there. Wow. I would not be surprised if there's a picture of Chelsea Clinton hanging in Epstein's home somewhere. They didn't yep. show it, but I wouldn't be surprised. That's just terrible. It's disgusting. They're savages, it, yo. They're savages. And it's crazy because, you know, I, I'm looking at this article on one of these um, liberal outlets. And it says all of it says Jeffrey Epstein's Island, all the celebs who apparently visited him. And it has a picture of um, Epstein and Giselle along with Trump and Melania. And mm -hmm. apparent and, and obviously this was at Mar-a-Lago mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where they were hanging at. And according to record, Trump kicked Epstein out of Mar-a-Lago. I mean, mm -hmm. am I correct in saying that? Because he found out. Right. Right. So well, remember, Trump may have maybe like a womanizer or like, you know, whatever in his younger years that he wanted to be out with a whole bunch of women. But he also is a father to a lot of very attractive girls. young women who yep. were models at that time. Yep. So what would what what's the difference of it being uh, one of the girls who they were promising modeling contracts? and his daughter you know yep, that's true so, i mean i think that would weigh into 
any man's decision, but I don't put it past these crazy, uh, what adrenochrome drinking and you know, all the torture stuff that they talk about mm. abusing these girls, like trying to find and the end, and then it comes out that they're super racist because they only wanted white girls, mm-hmm. young white girls. Mm-hmm. That, it, it is just so sad that this is, you know, how savage these people are. But wow, I don't put it past nobody. It's disgusting. Uh, yeah, well, Epstein ended up dead for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he knew too much. <laughs> he knew too much. Oh man, that is crazy. So. Moving along (laughs) out of the Epstein bubble and what is happening with sports. I'll let you take this one because I don't really care about sports too much. Sports, nothing much except for the Lakers are going to win this damn thing all the way. And I'm not even a Lakers fan, but Anthony Davis is playing like a madman and LeBron is loving to help. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm not into basketball, so I'm not even going to help you like decipher all that stuff. To be honest, I wish that the NBA would just shut down for the season, but whatever. Like I call Corona on NBA. However, the football season. Oh, I love it. Which is, you know, played outdoors, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At high speed, you're not really in that um in the locker room except for a few times in any part of the game all of the stadiums except for uh, can be all of the games can be played in outdoor stadiums so why are they shutting down all the football yeah i don't know i really don't get that but there is a lot of close contact in football um just just it's it's pretty much the same the actual contact level um, as basketball, um, even even more so. Um, in football, I know they were talking about possibly giving, making the players wear visors mandatory within their helmets. But they um, all wear helmets. They do, but you know, you have, you know, you ever seen the visors? Yeah. You ever seen the visors? They kind of cover visor things. They make them look like space cadets or something. <laughs> yeah, it kind of covers the face mask underneath. Yes. It covers the face underneath. Yeah. Most of the guys I see, their hands are all wrapped up, their faces are always covered, they wear helmets, and they're trying to run away from each other. They're like, <laughs> mm-hmm. is, it's all outdoors. The stadiums are primarily outdoors. They have some of the best medical, uh, medical trained doctors anywhere in the world yeah. Or like aches and pains or, you know, broken this and that or whatever. So what is the problem? They could do covert tests. They could do COVID tests before and after games and stuff. So they can facilitate it in a way where it's kind of safe. But you, you're definitely not going to get a, a, a situation where you can socially distance. I mean, you're, you're talking about football. You know, it's a definitely a contact sport. There are fluids flying everywhere. You know, guys, guys, when they're, you know, in between, in between snaps and stuff, you like spit on the field. So it's, you guys are gross. (laughs) (laughs) 
but you know what I have? Uh, I do like boxing and boxing is perfectly available. And what they do is they put you into uh, what they call a bubble and whoever is there is there. And if you're not in the bubble, then you're not allowed around the fighters, you know? Mm -hmm. So why yeah. can't they just come up with a system that's like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think every league is kind of handling it a little differently. Um, I would be perfectly fine with um, Netflix movies and no sports because let me tell you, Chico be having sports on 24 7. Yeah, me so not as much. It's, there's just other things to do, and the kids, you know, obviously the kids are here, and I just enjoy a lot more things other than just sports sports anymore so yeah i do watch i do watch though i especially love the nfl it's like my favorite sport but you know i'm not too attached to it i can go a sunday without it <laughs> do you think most people are protesting sports because of all the politics involved in it I, I mean, I'm not down with that kneeling stuff. So that right away was like, amp, change the channel, whatever. Let them do what they do. I don't need to watch it. I think that the kneeling it is turning a lot of people off. And, you know, with that kneeling and all of that stuff, um, you have, you know, because people want to watch the sports because they're, you know, especially with these, the states with all of these COVID restrictions, people want that release. Yeah. And so the let, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, yeah, they can get that release, but you know, with the kneeling and all of that, they get a slap in the face before they get to get that release. People don't want to think about politics and black exactly. lives matter and all that other stuff before you know they go what? watch their favorite team play. One of the most unfortunate things about these games is all of a sudden, everything is about a mask. Everything is about a doctor. Everything is about a test. Everything is. About, I'm like, I just want to watch you guys play the game. Just play the game. I know there's like nothing else to talk about, but, you know, for the announcers or whatever, because they don't really have fan feedback. They don't really have like the interaction with as many people as they would face to face. Yeah. So they got to kind of create conversations. But it's so annoying to have to listen through an entire game about them talking about face masks. Like we get it. We know sanitation. Okay, whatever. Like the reason we're watching is because we don't want to think about those things. Well, the, from what I've noticed from basketball and then from watching golf, the players definitely seem like they can concentrate a little bit better without the fans being there. Ah, interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, especially in the PGA. I watched the PGA, I think, um, the day before yesterday. And I, I just noticed the difference. And even in basketball, I watched the Lakers game the other night. And, you know, they don't have the fans there and stuff. And yeah. So yeah. it just seemed like a little scrimmage. You know, the players just seen they there was no distractions, you know, so they were just focused. So well, it seemed a little bit more intense. Yeah. It's been they've been playing some good basketball. <laughs> yeah. I more mean I know they, they probably like is. the fans. They like the fans there. I know that. And yeah. you know, if you're a player, you're used to that. But on the other end, 
the game, the the actual game, if you're really watching, it's the quality is a little bit better. Well, that is true. I would say without having the other people, the fans around to be distracting, you're actually focusing on playing rather than being a show off. Let's mm -hmm. say. So yeah. I could see that, but I'm just not into piping in uh, background noise. I'm not into like phony cheering when there's nobody there. Like it just seems yeah, that's boring. It, it seems weird and boring. It almost seems like watching the kids who watch other people play games online. Yeah. <laughs> You're just staring at somebody like it's it's bizarre, you know, it's not what we're used to. But yeah, that's fake. That's like living in Los Angeles. Yeah. It's plastic. <laughs> it's artificial world. It's plastic. They created a facade to give you some kind of emotional attachment to the game, but it's, it, you know it's not real. Like, so. Yeah, I just I just moved to Hollywood Hills. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, you have been watching Juan and Kathy talk. Leave your comments. Let us know what topics you want us to chat about if we missed anything. So Biden is picking his VP pick. Tune in tonight. See who it is. I it's going to be tonight. Isn't it tonight? I thought that he was announcing it. Maybe. Oh, well, whenever. See if he could remember who he's choosing. <laughs> he might not. It might, be it might be Michelle Obama tonight. And then it might be somebody else tomorrow <laughs> messing with him. All right. And don't listen to Cardi B. She don't know what she's talking about. Let her just focus on music, not on presidential candidates. Seriously, Cardi B. Just keep <laughs> just keep it moving. I'm not we even appreciate interested. You though. We appreciate you. I, I, I do appreciate like the difference in the culture, but I just don't want your political opinion. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. They're going to make the announcement tonight. Mm. See? I know That's some things. Juan, I know some things. You on it. You on it. I'm I'm... on it. <laughs> you on that. You on it. You on edge. I'm over here like Trump 2020. Who gives a damn? Listen, you need stock tips, silver's down, first time since March. You What, what you want? What you want? I be on it. <laughs> I might be from the hood, but I'm well informed. Anyways, all right, guys. If you thank you for joining us, and if you want to keep in touch, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Juan and Kathy Talk. Like, share, and subscribe. Juan, give them your media contacts. Okay, so you can catch us also on not just on those social media platforms, but we're also on iHeartRadio, we're on Spotify, we're also on iTunes and, and Google Podcasts. So we're like all over the place. So come and check us out. Subscribe to us, like us. It'll help us with advertisements. And also post some comments. We want to know what you think. Anyway, exactly. until next time, ciao. Say bye, Juan. Bye-bye. This is The Cure.